Ilma, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. This is The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Doing all right, we're getting excited because this weekend we have got uh, Mount Panorama and in all its glory, the final Holden v Ford battle at the Bathurst 1000. It's arrived, even though Shane Van Gisbergen has all but wrapped up the championship. It should be a, a great weekend. Joining us is the man that's the co-host of the driver's seat, Mac McKeldon. Matt, thanks for your time. No worries, Pete. It's Bathurst week. Happy to give you all the time in the world. Uh, I hope uh, the elements are okay. I hope it doesn't rain too much there on Mount Panorama. Oh. The, the forecast is for a bit of a wet weekend, unfortunately. Mate, I reckon uh, it, we've, we've got a number of Dunlop slick tyres that we <laughs> can use across a race like that, and I don't reckon they're going to get to the end of their allocation. I reckon the one that's going to struggle this week for allocation is going to be the wet. It is probably going to be the wettest Bathurst 1000 since around the year 2000. So, um, yeah, I hope everyone down at the mountain has, has packed their brollies. Yeah, they're forecasting rain of up to 100 millimetres from t- tomorrow through to Sunday. So it's a concern for the fans. I know all the camping spots reportedly are sold out. There's going to be a bumper crowd because, as we know, the last couple of years, Matt, Bathurst uh, in those COVID years kicked off the campaign, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, it was, yeah, it, it, when it comes to motorsport, um, there's very few more emotive places than Mount Panorama. And uh, I think if you were get, when we were facing the COVID um, challenge, everyone needed just a quite a bit of cheer and a bit of something to look forward to. So, yeah, we kicked off a couple of years there with uh, the Bathurst, I think they called it the Bathurst 500. Uh, but also there were some contractual arrangements between New South Wales and supercars and where the series ends and finishes. So, look, this is the first 1,000 we've had at full capacity since COVID. Um, and you're right, the campsites at the top of the mountain um, to the left of the chase and right behind the pit paddocks have been sold out for months and months. So there's definitely a desire for the punters to get back to the holy grail of motorsport. Tell us what we're likely to see apart from a wet Mount Panorama. The Holden v Ford battle is always one that offers so much intrigue. It does. And again, it's it's our sport, like many sports, relies on a lot of emotion. And, you know, it's a bit of a funny thing, the old Ford versus Holden thing, because reality says there is no Holden in Australia anymore. Um, so it's been a while since we've had Holden, probably two or three years, I think, uh, certainly that have been manufacturing in this country. But Holden really just doesn't exist as a dealership group anymore. But what we are going to see in 2023 is the next generation of supercar that will not be uh, Holden. It will be uh, Chev Camaro and it will be the Ford Mustang. Um, obviously, you can still buy a Mustang here in Australia, but you can't buy a Commodore. And ironically, you actually can't buy a Camaro new in this country either. But that's a political battle for another day. But this is the last time, I think, probably the more accurate way to say it is that this is the last time we are going to see a Holden moniker running around uh, in a factory team in the supercar. So we're not going to see the Commodore anymore. That's the big one, I reckon. Yeah. Not just Holden, but the Commodore. Yeah, certainly the traditionalists and the people that are connected to the heritage of the race would be pretty disappointed with that. I tell you who's not disappointed, Shane Van Gisbergen. An outstanding campaign, an outstanding season for him ahead of the 161-lap race this weekend. 
Mate, he's belted them, Peter. You couldn't have you couldn't have described it better. It has been an absolutely outstanding campaign, um, to the point where some of the other competitors are now all looking at each other and saying things like, "We need to race him harder." He's been dominant this year. He absolutely has. Um, he was dominant last year, and he's continued on into it this year. Um, He's a bit of a different character, old SVG. He can be a bit of a prickly pear at times, but doesn't enjoy the media. But, geez, he loves driving a race car. The skill set on the bloke probably didn't garner much attention outside the motorsport world, but he competed in the World Rally Championship in his hometown, New Zealand, last weekend. First time he's ever done a WRC rally in what they call WRC2. So it's the sort of next level down from the from the big boys at the top in the WRC. Um, and it, But don't get me wrong, competitors, highly, highly credited competitors from all around the world, and he got third. So the bloke can drive absolutely out of sight, and it would almost take a meteorite um, bashing into Sydney and or tipping the world off its axis for him not to uh, <laughs> not to win the, the Supercars crown this year. He's home and hosed, I reckon. Yeah, an outstanding uh, performance. Can I just ask you a couple of questions before I let you go about the Formula One? Daniel Ricciardo, uh, where do you think he's going to end up? There's all this conjecture now after what was a, a great performance at the weekend, his best performance of this uh, Formula One campaign for this season. You know, there's talk that Haas won him, maybe Williams won him, but he wants to go to maybe a team that could consistently challenge for podiums. What are you reading into where Daniel Ricciardo is at the moment? Well, you and I have spoken on a number of occasions over the last couple of months since Dan's announcement and there's been conjecture, talk, he's going here, he's definitely going there, he's not going there, he is going there. The reality is nobody knows. What we do know is that his options are closing. Um, you and I have talked about him going to Alpine, formerly <laughs> Renault. Looks as that that deal's not going to happen. Um, I don't think it's going to be Williams either because I think they're going to get an American driver in there, a young bloke called Logan Sargent. Of course, America is big in Formula One at the moment. They've got three races scheduled next year. Uh, Alpha Tauri looks like um, they are not going to be a, a home for him as well. The reality is, I think, the options are closing um, right now. As of today, it looks as though the hot favourite to secure the Western Australians' uh, talents next year is actually going to be Mercedes as a reserve driver. Right, OK. Tell us about Max Verstappen. What the hell happened at the Singapore Grand Prix? He was pretty dirty, wasn't he? He was, he was talking to his team, shouting obscenities. I tell you what, he's a hothead as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, Maxi can get a little hot under the collar. And, like, I think probably all elite athletes who are used to having dominant performances, as, again, he's been this year, not unlike SVG, um, there's, there is often a disconnect between what the race driver, who has a 1,000 horsepower under his right foot, um, is feeling, as opposed to what the engineers on the wall are telling him he should feel. Um, and so... More often than not, though, the engineers um, dominate over a driver and, so, and, and a lot of the time the driver doesn't get their way. They took a wrong strategy call. There is no doubt that Red Bull fumbled the ball on that one. Uh, and I think he's probably right to go off his head. The reality is he would have gone into the debrief after the race and more than likely apologised to all of his team. But in the heat of the battle, I mean, my goodness me, if you, could, if you replay some of the things I've said in my helmet, to the, my guys on the wall, I'd probably be put in jail. But uh, it gets a very hot moment out there sometimes. And 
in a race like that where if you just make it home in one piece, um, you've done very well. Uh, I, I, I think after what Max has delivered to Red Bull, I think all is probably forgiven on the Monday morning. Good on you, Matt. I know you're a busy man. Thanks for spending a few, a few moments with us here on my drive show. Much appreciated. And enjoy Mount Panorama on the weekend. Thank you, mate. And I hope everyone who can't make it across from WA enjoys the coverage on KO or Fox or Seven. But either way, happy Bathurst week. Yeah, and also tune into the driver's seat here on SEN. Good on you, Matt. Matt McKeldon joining us here on the program. We'll take some news headlines now.